Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode. I'm really glad that you're here, and I think you're going to enjoy this blueberry cake with lemon cream cheese frosting. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Ganger Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. And we're back. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really glad that you're here. And if you're joining for the first time, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And if you have been a longtime listener, my heart goes out to you. If it wasn't for people like you, I wouldn't have a show. And I just want to bring something up that I realize, and perhaps some of you may have noticed, maybe you didn't, that I didn't put out an episode last week for the first time in four years. And let me tell you, that pained me to no end. And there was a lot of extenuating circumstances to led, that led to that happening. Sickness and personal stuff going on and just a whole myriad of things happening all at once. Why is it when things happen, they happen in threes? That seems to be so consistent among all the people that I've polled recently. And so I didn't do it. And I apologize for that because I feel like many of you have come to expect a new episode dropping every Thursday. And for the last four years, I have consistently put out an episode every Thursday until now. So apologies for that. It was a weird, weird week last week. And I commit to not letting that happen again. I think it might be a good time, perhaps for my own self, because of the time that I've had lately, to read a review that I got that really meant a lot to me. And this was a five-star review. I think it was shared on Apple Podcasts entitled The Canna Queen of the Kitchen. I love listening every week to Marge. She's just amazeballs, as the chiselers say, LOL. She has amazing recipes, and I love the way she speaks to the members of the community from across the globe. But most of all, I love her infectious laugh, and I can listen to her dulcet tones all day. And that came from Percy GB all the way from Ireland. So thank you so much for that kind review. It really means a lot. And reviews like this do help people find the show. And this is definitely considered an indie podcast. And I'm often reminded of that. An indie podcast, especially in the cannabis space, because I'm reminded of that often when things are going along nice and smoothly And then sometimes something happens. I'm reminded, yes, I'm in the cannabis industry and it's still not widely accepted across the board like other industries might be if it was alcohol or tobacco, for instance. And that can be really frustrating, but I keep going because I really believe in what I'm doing. And it's because of people like you who reach out to me, who leave reviews, who send me messages on Instagram or by email or whatever the case might be that tell me they enjoy the show. So thank you so much for that. If you want to leave your own wonderful review, 
then I believe if you look in your show notes, um, I've changed it up a little bit recently, but if you look in the links in the show notes in your podcast app, there'll be a link there where you can go and do so. Or you can find it on the website too. I think it's always at the bottom of the show notes too. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, regardless, taking a few minutes out of your day to do something like that is really meaningful to me. So thank you. Now let's get into today's recipe because I made this my Turkish delight. If you were following me on Instagram, did not turn out. I thought that would be a fun recipe to do for the show because I am trying to get someone really cool on the show that does Turkish delight on a commercial basis. And I think the concept of what he's doing with his edibles, he's based out of the States, is quite amazing. It's different unique. And so I thought, you know, preemptively, I'm going to try making Turkish delight for the show. How hard can it be? Well, a lot harder than I thought. And a lot of the comments I got on the post that I I shared on Instagram suggested, I'm not the only one who has struggled making Turkish delight, which is interesting because it's deceptively simple. It looks deceptively simple anyway. I mean, you put together some I forget exactly all the ingredients, some sugar, water, lemon juice or something, and you bring it to a boil, but it's not quite so easy. If any of you have any tips, because I would still like to try making it for the show, or hopefully in preparation for getting this guest on, he has agreed to come on the show, but we have not been able to find a mutually beneficial time that works. So I'm still working on that. But if any of you have any tips or tricks for making Turkish Delight, please send it my way because I'm finding it challenging to say the least. I mean, I've only tried it once, but (laughs) it's a real waste of ingredients, I find. Luckily, I didn't infuse it because the infusion part would happen at the very end. And it was very clear by the end that this wasn't going to work out. So it wasn't worth infusing now, I probably would have eaten it anyway. It kind of turned out, as a, well, if you saw the picture online, it was a mushy, gross-looking mess. But the recipe said you could line the pan with saran wrap or parchment paper. Why did I choose saran wrap? I don't even know. I have saran wrap in my drawer. I barely ever use it. I use almost anything else first. I always use parchment paper. I have those silicone lid things you can stretch over bowls and I have a lot of those beeswax wraps so that you can cover bowls and plates and stuff as well. So I don't have to use saran wrap. So why did I choose that? Because what ended up happening is the saran wrap stuck to the Turkish delight goo that I had made. And then when I went to peel it off, it would, wouldn't peel off. So I couldn't even eat my mistake, which is so, so sad to me. But in any case, this recipe did turn out. And I'm excited to share it because it also came from listener Terry. I believe Terry is in Minnesota, a recently legalized state. And she sent me this recipe quite some time ago, and I've been meaning to make it for a while. And I love it when listeners send me recipes because often it means they've been tried and true for them. And that's why they're sharing it because they've enjoyed it and made it. And it allows me to share it with a wider audience. And usually they're really good. I haven't had a listener send me a crappy recipe yet. So if you have something you would like to share that you'd love for me to cover on the show, I would be interested in receiving it. And this blueberry cake with lemon cheese frosting was delicious. And boy, does it make a cake. It does require a few ingredients, but for the most part, it's going to be pretty well your basic cake ingredients along with the frosting. And So you don't really need anything specialty in this one, but it does require a couple of extra things like sour cream, 
cream cheese obviously is in the frosting and also your blueberries. I used fresh blueberries for this. She does have a note if you want to do the frozen blueberries, but I just went out and bought some whole blueberries. It was like the little, two of the little flat packs of them. I don't know how, what that is, a pint, half pint or something. I could probably look on the packaging and confirm that, but it's, it was in total two cups of strawberry or blueberries. Sorry. It makes a really beautiful moist cake. As you can imagine, it's pretty sweet. And the lemon cream cheese buttercream frosting is so good. I love lemon. And of course, lemon and blueberry is a classic pairing. And it was not too sweet. That's what I really like about it. It's sweet. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like that overly cloying sweet that you might get with a grocery store cake, if you will. Now, mine, she did suggest using a pink coloring gel. It was optional to bring out the blue of the blueberries. And I did use a couple of drops. I have a lot of Loran oils products in my cupboard. And I have some of this pink coloring that she was talking about. And it kind of made the whole cake look purple inside. And it really did make the blueberries pop because you have these like whole blueberries in the cake because you fold some blueberries in at the end as well. And it kind of makes it makes it look like a very unique cake. So if you're bringing it for something or someone, it's, um, it's visually appealing. Now, interestingly, Terry, you sent me some pictures of the cake and how it turned out for you. And it doesn't look anything like mine, but I'm sure it tasted even better than mine did. But the wonderful thing about this cake as well is that you have a couple ways that you can infuse it. Now there's the traditional way. The cake itself requires butter. And so you can infuse that or use a portion of infused butter because it's one and a half sticks of butter. And of course, you can also use some of the infused butter in the frosting too. So there's a couple different places. You could really make this a very powerful cake. So for those of you with the higher tolerances, there's some opportunity here. There's a lot of wiggle, wiggle room. There's also where you are making a blueberry puree for this cake, and then you are adding the, the cooled puree to the sour cream and some oil. She recommended avocado oil. So that's what I used. I love avocado oil. And if you had infused avocado oil, you could always boost the potency by adding that infused olive oil in that section too. You could also just choose to do the all infused avocado oil or the butter, whichever. I mean, this is always a choose your own adventure, right? So however you want to do it, or if you want to do it uh, a ratio, maybe you do some of the CBD and THC in different spots too. I mean, the options are endless. And that's what I love about infusing your own food is you can do it any way you damn well, please. So is there anything else special to that you really need? I mean, the cake, it calls for butter, sugar, eggs, cake flour. She does have a note if you don't have cake flour, but I've had a bag of cake flour in my cupboard forever, so it's probably about time that I use it up. I have a cupboard. It's like my flower cupboard because I have like, I've collected over the years so many different types of flowers that I feel like I'm ready for anything. But if you don't have that option, you can either just go buy some or she has a note. The substitution for cake flour, I'll put it in the show notes too, so it's easy. So you don't have to remember this or write it down, but using all-purpose flour, or she calls it plain in the UK, for each cup of flour in the recipe, remove two tablespoons of flour and replace it with two tablespoons of cornstarch or corn flour. 
That's great. That's actually a handy little substitution to know because I don't have a huge bag of cake flour left. And if I run out, I don't know if I'll be going out to replace that bag because I don't tend to use it a whole lot. Although I might if I start getting into making cakes because they sure are decadent. Uh, so you have your cake flour. It also calls for baking soda, baking powder, salt, sour cream, blue, blueberries, avocado oil, your optional pink coloring gel. And then you have your lemon cream cheese buttercream. You need more butter. You're going to basically need a pound of butter for this cake. You need a package of cream cheese, the full fat cream cheese. You need lemon juice, zest of lemon, powdered sugar. And then she also did recommend in the recipe itself, lemon extract, which I used Loran Oils lemon extract because I had that on hand as well. And again, I really wanted to enhance that lemon flavor. So it really did come in handy. And essentially you're making this cake like you would make any cake. But what I found is it it called for three prepared round pans. I'm like, wow, that that seems like a lot, but it makes this three layer cake. And mine wasn't particularly beautiful. I mean, I'm no pastry chef by any means or, or baker. I do like to bake because I like to infuse my foods, but it wasn't necessarily, I don't have enough practice at it to say that I'm really great at it, but you prepare your three pans and it fills the three pans. So this is a three layer cake. And I also found that when I baked it, that it took longer to bake in my oven than the suggestion in the recipe, which was 22 to 25 minutes. I was definitely closer to 30 to 35 minutes. I think by the time it was all said and done, I mean, you can keep an eye on it. You're baking it at 350. So put it in for the 25, maybe put it in for the 22 to 25, depending on how you find your oven, but you're definitely going to want to put, use the fork or toothpick inserted to make sure that it comes out clean because I did find, because it's so moist, you have the, the sour cream in it and the blueberry puree and it is a moist cake. So I did have to bake it for longer. I let it cool in the pans. I turned them out. And then of course, while it was in the oven, that's when I was making the lemon buttercream. I was able to clean out my blender cup or my um, mixer, mixer bowl and made the lemon buttercream. And then of course you let it completely cool and then you can frost it up and you have a lovely cake on hand. And like I said, in my particular instance, because of my situation, I infused this with CBD because I'm in a house where um, not everybody partakes in cannabis, especially the THC. I mean, they they aren't adverse to the CBD because it's non-intoxicating, not non-psychoactive, but non-intoxicating. And a small piece wasn't going to add a whole lot to it, but this makes a pretty big cake. I mean, I swear, I swear to God, the the plate when I was done felt like it was like five pounds. You could do bicep curls with this thing. Be conscious of that. I mean, I suppose this would also freeze very well, but my freezer is also jammed right now. So I wanted to be able to consume it. And I've been inviting people over for coffee and cake and it's been really nice. So this was a wonderful recipe. And I just want to give a big shout out to Terry. She's been a longtime listener. Thank you so much for sending this recipe. She sent it to me probably like a year ago and I have been wanting to make it for so long. And I was just inspired right now to do it. So I tried it out and I was really happy with it and the color of it was so much fun. So over on the show notes, you'll I'll include pictures of my cake and how it turned out. And I'll also include the pictures that Terry sent me because hers looked quite a bit different, but also delicious nonetheless. And if you're needing a beautiful, moist 
tasty cake for any kind of occasion, then this would be a good one to try. And again, with so many options for infusing, why not give it a shot? So if you enjoyed this episode and you saw somebody else who is in love with blueberries, by all means, please share it with them because they might appreciate it. Because also this cake can be enjoyed by people who are not necessarily imbibing in cannabis at all. That's the other beautiful thing about this kind of stuff is that you don't have to get high to enjoy it. You can just make the cake if you choose. So do think to share it with somebody who might enjoy it, who happens to have a love of lemons and blueberries. It would mean a lot to me. And of course, I highly recommend you join the Edibles Enthusiast email newsletter. And I have a special little gift for those who do as of late. That's something new that I'm trying out that I think you might really enjoy. But it does help me to keep the podcast up to date so I can put all the timely stuff in the newsletter. And you can always send me an email or a voice message on the podcast hotline anytime. I love hearing from you or hit me up on Instagram. That's the social platform that I'm most active on and where you'll find me most often. So you can always message me there and I get those messages pretty quickly. And consider using the products and services on the Marge Recommends page or the free dosing calculator as well that I have over on my website to help you calculate the potency of the cake that you're making or whatever else you're creating in your kitchen because having at least a solid sense or ball, you know ballpark idea of how potent something is that you're going to be eating is a smart way to explore your journey with edibles no matter where you are in your journey frankly so i'm your host marge until next week my friends stay high